1: This is the MD's fantasy football show with Dan Maynard. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Arizona Cardinals taking on the Houston Texans. Cardinals actually do not have any fantasy relevant players on the injury report of note. Zach Ertz is still in the IR. Houston, however, they have a number of players that we have to pay attention to. So, Nico Collins, who was dealing with the calf issue, he did come back in a limited capacity at practice today. Robert Woods did not practice dealing with the foot still. This was new. Noah Brown did not practice today with a knee issue, so we have to keep our eye on that. Dalton Schultz was limited with a hamstring. There doesn't seem to be much concern over that unless he picked up the hamstring and practice, but that's not from what I believe. So I, we're not too concerned about that. Damian Pierce continues to not practice now for the third week, at least so far, with that ankle issue that he's been dealing with. The Houston Texans are favored in this game at minus four and a half with an over under of 47 and a half. Six Cardinal games have gone on the over, and the last two games for Houston have gone on the over. So like Adam kind of teased earlier in the show, this is the game I have sneaky on the over at 47.5. I also have Houston covering at minus 4.5 in Houston. Kyler Murray, top 12 running back. His legs are there. He showed he's willing to run. Looked pretty decent his first game back. I think this could be a higher scoring game. You're going to be playing him as a starting quarterback. That's a he, Freudian
2: slip there. That was nice. Yeah, I like that. Call him, yeah, call him top 12 running back. That
1: was nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, that's what he is. Uh, top C.J. Uh, Stroud's number six QB on my list lights out. It's on fire and he's going to have weapons, whether it's Nico coming in for Noah Brown, whatever the case may be. He just has weapons. We like how this offense is working. James Connor volume usage, 20 top 24 running back happens an RB two. He's going to be in your lineups. This is where we get the seven Singletary. So obviously we, we got to see what Pierce's availability is right now. I have him at 26. That was with the idea that maybe Pierce was coming back this week. If he's not going to make a return, Pierce will, I mean, Singletary, excuse me, will probably be at my twenty, if not inside my top twenty. Here's my question to you guys, and I guess, well, I guess we'll go to Chris on this one. My question to you, Chris, is this: With the performance he had last week, should this even be Damian Pierce's backfield anymore?
0: I think it was becoming less and less his backfield before this you know, breakout game, in a sense. Um, I don't think it's Damian Pierce's background backfield. Regardless, I think it was going to be a split moving forward. I think even if Damian Pierce has returned, it'll never fully be his backfield. I think it'll always be a split moving forward.
1: You don't think Devin Singletary edges him out? Because that's what I think should happen. I think Pierce, even if he comes back, I think Pierce should be behind Singletary in touches. I think we've seen enough to this point where the running game hasn't been good. They finally got some productivity with Singletary in two different games now. It's not just this one that we've had this past week, the big blow-up game. We had the game right before the bye where he showed you something. I think he should be the lead guy. I don't
0: disagree. I think that they're still going to see them trying to make things use Pierce in a certain role though, because the the idea of what he could be because he's a younger guy, because they hope they can kind of still shape their backfield future around him. But I think as they get closer to playoff contention to your point, Dan, I think it's going to be harder to argue to try to figure out reasons to incorporate him. If you're smelling a playoffs and not play David Singletary
1: when he's clearly the worst back of the two. Yep. Totally agree with that. Uh, That's why I like David Singletary a lot. Derek, he's asking it's a good question here. Marquise Brown. Oh, I'm sorry. Marquise Brown. Jesus. Marquise. No, it is Marquise Brown. Marquise yeah. Hollywood, Hollywood. Brown. What am I? I'm, I'm all over the place. Tank or tank Dell rest of season. Half point PPR. What do you think, Chase?
2: Honestly, I'm inclined to say Dell right now, just based on what we've seen throughout the season. I know that Kyler's back and I know that, that Marquise Brown is, is still He's going to probably maintain a 25% or so target share on that team. But Dell has just been, he's been phenomenal. That offense is rolling. It doesn't seem to necessarily matter who's healthy around Tank Dell that that Stroud is going for him, looking for him. Um he's he's been just an absolute revelation for them so far this year. I I'm inclined to say Dell here. It's close, but I'd say Dell.
1: I say it's definitely Dell. I've already made the argument last week that I think Tank Dell is number one receiver in the Houston Texans, regardless of Nico Collins' ability, anyway. And I laid out the usage numbers as to why I felt that. And since we're getting into it now, I got Tank Dell well held at ECR this week. I got him as a top 12 wide receiver at number 12 when they got him at 22. Since he's come back from his injury. He's been the wide receiver five overall, people. He's getting a 28% target share, which is elite wide receiver level one numbers. And last week, he played 98% of the snaps. He's the number one guy on an offense that's high flying right now. And look, Marquise Brown, Arizona Cardinals, they have, for wide receivers anyway, they have a decent schedule the rest of the way. But still the Houston Texans, that really shapes up nicely for them. I am all about the Tank Dell train. Rest of season over Marquise Brown, right? And now. we
2: know Mark, Marquise Brown is the number one receiver on that team, and we know that he came from Baltimore and everybody liked him there too. But Tank Dell is scoring fantasy points at a rate per vis a vis his usage that Marquise Brown really just never has. I mean, yeah, I I like Tank Dell better. Rest of season,
1: agreed. Uh, Derek's also asking; he's looking to send Tua and Hollywood for Dell or Dell for Josh Allen. So he's trying, to, he's trying to figure out which receiver we like more so he can package them with Tua to go get Josh Allen. I mean, yeah, look, all, automatically, we laid it out for you. We like Tank Dell. So, yeah, if you can get Tua and Marquise Brown and go for Josh Allen, all aboard that train right now. And you know, we're, we're going to get into it a little bit, so I don't going to dive into too, too much in the deep end. But uh, the f- the fantasy hatred for Josh Allen after that Monday night game makes zero sense. Just absolutely zero sense. He's been fantastic from a fantasy standpoint. And this is where the the fantasy football fan needs to separate himself from the NFL watching fan. Hasn't always looked pretty for the Buffalo Bills offense, but Josh Allen's been a top three quarterback the entire year. So I don't know why we're, we're downgrading him in fantasy football because you didn't like what you saw against the Broncos on Monday night. Just my two cents there. We'll get into that game. A little bit from now uh nico collins if he does play i do have him as a wide receiver three I also have marquise brown as a wide receiver three this week trey mcbride you're firing him up as a surefire tight end i got him inside my top seven and i have dalton schultz inside my top five do you guys have any other notes for this game i was going to say it's a shame no
0: brown got hurt look i've never been a brown fan but i watched a guy look like to last week and just beast I... out grabbing the ripping the ball out of people's hands I was very, very impressed what I saw from Noah Brown last week.
1: Yeah. And they're just agreeing with my, uh, Josh Allen take there, too. Yeah, Chris, I totally agree with you. It is a shame with Noah Brown. Cause I, I kind of thought when the receivers came in, they all got healthy. We would see Noah Brown overtake Robert Woods, and then you'd have Nico, Robert, uh, Noah Brown, and, and Tank Dell as your top three receivers on offense, and it might get quite exciting here moving on now. But yeah, we got to wait to see what the knee issue is, but we didn't get a report on it. We don't know the severity of it. We just know he didn't practice today, and it's a new issue, so it's something that we have to be concerned about. It is something that knocked him out and put him on injury reserve not that long ago.
0: It's rare that a guy back-to-back 100-yard games,
1: and we're like barely talking about him in fantasy football right now. I know, absolutely insane. All right, let's go to our next match.